Holy Spirit, now we thank you for your ministry tonight <laughs> and being the revelator and being the teacher and being the guide into all truth, being the comforter, being the convictor and aligning us with the mind of God and, and searching those things that belong to God and, and giving them unto us. Lord, we say that we are open to receive tonight. Every care, God, is cast upon you, God, in our worship, in our praise. Lord, and I thank you, Lord, that we are free to receive, free to hear, free to see, free to declare. <laughs> in Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Our God reigns. Our God reigns. <laughs> well, I'm excited. Tonight, I need to say I'm also humbled as well because uh, there's just some things that the Lord uh, really just released and just um, drew my attention, led me to a certain portion that we're going to talk about tonight. And so I'm just I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of like speechless, you know, right now, because this series, Augmented Reality, you know, I just heard that phrase, Augmented Reality, and of course, that's how it began. Uh, this is our 12th and final uh, message tonight on this series, and I know God and in His infinite wisdom knew exactly how to um, uh, finish this beginning, <laughs> Because this actually isn't the end. This actually opens the door for us to really step into augmented reality, the thing that which is greater. So, uh, again, I, I'm so floored, and you're, you're going to see why I'm floored tonight, because it was some stuff, again, that I, that I began uh, 12 messages ago and did not know um, that we were coming to this conclusion, uh, but God is so good. And so... Again, to let some people know, we've been in Acts chapter 12 uh, for some time now, and really we're going to wind up covering uh, pretty much all of the chapter because we began talking about the context and King Herod and Peter being in prison. And so one of the things that I just want to mention again tonight is that it is important for us as the church to continue to pray. <laughs> That's good, because remember, constant prayer was offered to God for Peter by the church. And so I know intercession is such a big thing in our ministry, and some people might wonder, well, man, why, why is intercession so important? Well, it's scriptural, scriptural, but it produces it's something that God requires of us to be able to pray. Uh, to pray without ceasing, that's another scripture uh, that we're encouraged with as well. But we see here in particular in this text that they were offering constant prayers to God on behalf of Peter. And then there was an angelic counter. There was supernatural divine intervention. And so for us to be able to intercede on Sundays, on Wednesdays, on Mondays, and then, of course, throughout the week for us as a body, for us as a church, I say this. Do not be weary in well-doing. I need to say that again. Do not be weary in well-doing. So just, I just released the strength of the Lord to you right now. Uh, and actually for all of us, I believe that God is <laughs> releasing a strength to all of us to continue to stand proxy. Uh, you know, uh, uh, again, this isn't even part of what I'm talking about, but it just, it is just, it's so foundational to everything that we see here 
uh, you know, experiencing and what ushered in really a divine encounter. It was the prayers. And so, you, you know, it was intervention that took place. And so, again, let's we're going to continue to we're going to continue to press in. And God gives strength, I believe, in particular for intercession, because it is a mantle that Jesus wears to this day. He's at the right hand of the father interceding for you, for the will of God to be done, you know, in you and through you and for us to be shaped and formed. There's so many things that take place and the Holy Spirit intercedes. So you see how important intercession is. And we see this here. So again, uh, someone just say out of your mouth right now, say, I will not be weary in well-doing. I will continue to stand on the wall. I will continue to stand in the gap. Sometimes you stand on the gap on behalf of your family. You stand on the gap on behalf of a loved one, of a friend, of, of a situation that you might know of, of your workplace, whatever, of a government, of a nation, of a world, of a region, of a city, of a street, whatever the case but we want to continue to stand in the gap for whatever God has placed upon your heart uh, to be able to release. And then, of course, for us corporately, you know, we want to pray constantly. And then, of course, there were some things that were shared on Sunday that we're praying for. Uh, you know, some faith has been released, you know, for our facility. And so we're, we're, we're praying to God, you know, for that as well. And I know that there's going to be some divine, supernatural intervention and encounters because there's a church that's praying and believing. And then I say for us in faith. Amen. OK, so now I, I did a quick little uh, review on Sunday, uh, but I want to do more of a, a formal review tonight. And so let's let's go over this. We know that there were five instructions that were given to Peter while he was in prison. So an angel of the Lord showed up, light shone all around in the prison. And so there were five instructions given to Peter. So we know the first instruction was. Arise quickly. Arise quickly. The second instruction was, go ahead and say it before I say it. <laughs> yep, gird yourself. Now, let me, let me just go over these quick points again. Arise quickly. We know that's dealing with the timing, a sense of urgency, a sense of immediacy, and, and, and rising up, waking up, and preparing yourself to, 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 to follow the instructions of the Lord. So somebody say, I will arise quickly. Second instruction that the angel told him was to gird yourself. In other words, put on your belt, so to speak, in the natural, but we know also to put in truth. So somebody say right now, say, I will gird myself. The third thing that the angel told him to do was to tie on your sandals. Peter, tie on your sandals. And so we know by revelation of the spirit, that, was, that means, you know, I will put on peace. So someone just say right now, say, I will tie on my sandals and walk in peace. The fourth instruction the fourth instruction that the angel gave Peter was put on your garment. And of course, we talked about this, about putting on your mantle, the anointing, the call. So somebody say right now, I will put on my garment. And the reason why it's important for us to say that I will do this, because these instructions that came forth, the Bible says, and Peter did so. <laughs> so we want to make sure that we're doing so. And then the fifth instruction, y'all remember, I know some of y'all are looking at your Bible right now. You weren't supposed to look yet. <laughs> but anyways, the fifth instruction was follow me, follow me. So I looked at that in particular and I was like, oh man, those are five instructions. And we know five is, has, has much to do with grace. And so there's some grace for us to be able to arise quickly. I'm talking about us. I'm talking about you. I'm not talking about Peter right now, but I'm talking about in this moment, November 3rd, 2021, this is about us. Got it? 
All right, so there's grace for us to arise quickly. There's grace for us to walk in truth and to be discerning and to know truth. There's grace for us to be able to walk in peace. There's grace for us to be able to put on the mantle, the anointing, the call of God. There's grace for us to be able to follow. But then I also, uh, one of the things that I, that I noticed tonight, I was like, ah, you know what? There were five results as well that took place in these instructions. So we have five grace instructions. And now there's five grace results. And so a fifth one we're going to talk about tonight. And, and I'm going to have to change the title of what you see um, um, currently on the thumbnail. So that's going to change based upon uh, this, the shift that, that I got there. All right. So, so there's five results. So one of the results, this, this, this thing that I had, had to write down, I was like, okay, I didn't even see it like this. Uh, but one of the results, the first results that we see, chains fell off. Chains fell off of Peter because he was changed up, but he said, arise quickly and chains fell off. That was one of the results of following the instructions. The second, the second result that I, that, that, that I took notice of was iron gates open on their own accord. After he put on the mantle and followed the angel or followed the word and followed the instructions Iron gates open on their core. That's one of the second results. First results, chains fell off. Second result, in other words, there was deliverance. There was no more bondage. Come on, let's make it personal. There's deliverance. There's no more bondage. Second result of following the instructions, iron gates. Iron has to deal with authority and power. Iron gates had to open on their own accord. Peter was already given a key in the realm of the spirit by Jesus. So he, we didn't have to use keys of men to open up things. He already had the favor and call of God upon his life. So we see the results. Chains fall off. Iron gates begin to open. Things that may have seemed closed are now open for you. One of the third results here is now when Peter shows up at the house where the saints were praying and they actually see Peter. Here's one of the other results. The people were astonished. So remember, God's going to use us to be an astonishment to other people around us. Ah. This is all in the mind of God for us. This is all in the mind of God for you. So that's the third result. Fourth result, it was, it was, it was a, a strong release from the Holy Spirit on the Sunday about this part. Then the result was this. He departed from there to go to another place. So you have to depart from some things to go to another place. And then we're going to talk about a fifth result. I didn't see it like this, but now I, I, I saw it. Uh, earlier today, I was like, oh, okay, we got a nice little, some more revelation here. It's like, thank you, Lord. So now let's finish this up. We read it, but we're going to see it again. And we're going to start in Acts chapter 12, verse 18. And I'm just going to read, all right? And I'm in the New King James Version. Then as soon as it was day... There was, so remember, Peter was delivered, but he was surrounded by all these guards and gates and all that type of stuff. So here we go. Then as soon as it was day, there was no small stir among the soldiers about what had become of Peter. Because he was as bound and guarded as could be. Uh, what do you call that? Like high security. <laughs> that's, that's the situation that he was in. Verse 19. But when Herod had searched for him. And not found him, he examined the guards and commanded that they should be put to death. 
and he went down from Judea to Caesarea and stayed there. Woo! My goodness. And he stayed there. Now, verse 20. Now, Herod had been very angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon, but they came to him with one accord. And having made Blastus, the king's personal aide, their friend, they asked for peace because their country was supplied with food by the king's country. So on a set day, Herod arrayed in royal apparel, sat on his throne and gave an oration to them. And the people kept shouting the voice of a God and not of man. Let me just pause there just for a moment. So now you see what's going on. Herod, uh, you know, had some soldiers put to death because <laughs> he didn't know where Peter was. He was looking to make sport uh, for favor of the Jews or the Jewish people. But that wasn't able to take place because now there was a greater authority at work. But now what uh, Herod does, he mantles himself. He's in his royal apparel sitting on his throne, and as he's speaking, the people now begin to say a voice of a God. Oh, my goodness. So now you see here, you have a governmental, um, I, I want to say class just for sake of illustration, but there really is no government that can come against the kingdom of God. But if you just allow me to say that, just to kind of help some people uh, see this, you know, by the spirit. So now you have some, uh, uh, some man, but now people are ascribing to him divine nature and divine being and saying that, hey, we're not thinking about the God who is God. We're looking at this man, Herod, and we're saying that, oh, as he speaks, that it is the voice of a God and people are worshiping and, and, and honoring him in a fashion that, that should only be done for God. And so I only say that to say this, uh, and I'm not making a whole big thing about it, but this is going to be something that we will see more and more even in our day, that people will look to men and look to celebrities and look to authorities and government figures and, 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 and philosophers and, and popular personalities and as they're talking and as they're speaking and as they're in their own mantle, so to speak, in their own prestige, people are be, will be saying, they might not say a voice of a God, but they will say, well, hey, we might as well listen to this person because this word is something that we don't want to follow, even though this holds the words, mind, and the voice of God, if you will. So this is an age, this is an era in which we're going to see this more and more where people are going to be rising up. And they might not say, I'm a God per se, although some might be bold enough to say it. But they will start to allude and, and say things that are real spiritual, and then they won't give any glory and honor to God. They won't take that same... Um, fame and praise of the people and say, hey, you know what? No, no, no. I'm a man just like you. All the glory belongs to God. They're just going to take it on and just say, hey, yeah, 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 I know I'm like that. But now look at what's going to happen as a result. I just happen to believe, I'm not saying for sure, but it'd be interesting, you know, if this wound up being the same, same angel. I don't know. Um, maybe different. But here we go. Verse 23. Then immediately 
as people began to say the voice of a God and not of a man, then immediately an angel of the Lord struck him. Now, remember the first angel, uh, and this was a messaging angel, came and struck Peter on the side to wake him up. Here, another angel came to strike Herod and to strike him down. <laughs> so then immediately an angel of the Lord struck him because he did not give glory to God. What a lesson for all of us. I know I talked about it, but now we see it here in Scripture. We have to give glory to God. Whenever there's deliverance, whenever there's breakthrough, if there's anything worthy of praise, then we want to make sure that we are giving God the glory. Don't take it. Don't touch it. Don't look at it to steal it. Nope. It all belongs to God. And then he will be the one that will elevate us and, and, and place a glory that is upon us, you know, out of his own uh, will and, and plans and purposes. But just someone just right now to say all the glory belongs to God. Oh, yeah. Say it again. Say all the glory belongs to you, Lord. So that's going to be something that we just live by. It's something that we hold on to and it's dear. Any success, all the glory belongs to God. Any acknowledgement. And then this is what people will do when you say, oh, glory, no, glory to God. Some people will say, yeah, yeah, you know, I know that, but I just want to give you credit and I just want to give. And it's like, well, hey, I appreciate it. Glory to God. <laughs> the glory belongs to God. <laughs> so you can still just say that and just have that heart and just have that disposition. And then everything we do, it's like, Lord, I want to give you glory. When I'm working, I want to give you glory. Whatever that I'm doing, every aspect, Lord, I want to give you glory. I want to give you praise. I want to give you honor. But now here's the part that we're just going to expand tonight. This is verse four, and this is actually the fifth result. So not verse four, but verse 24. But before we read that again, remember the results? First result was what? Chains fell off. Second result, iron gates open on their own accord. Third result, people are astonished. Fourth result, you know, we depart from there and go to another place. The fifth result here, and this is important, and this is a grace result, and I'm taking my time tonight for a reason, because this floored me. Verse 24, we see the result after all this after arising quickly, after girding yourself, tying on the sandals and, and, and putting on the garment and following him and all of this, look at the result. And this is what is to be desired because we know that it's not about us. We give God glory and then this is what we want to be the result. Verse 24, but the word of God grew and multiplied. I'm going to say that again. But the word of God grew and multiplied. Somebody say grow and multiply. Oh, say it again. Say grow and multiply. And I'm speaking in this fashion tonight so that way we all get it and receive and see it. Because, again, I, I'm still in a position where I'm kind of like numb. Because I didn't know any of this as we began this. I just heard the term augmented reality, and I know it was a little different hearing it and talking about digital concepts and coming from that perspective, right? And so this whole time, I didn't feel led 
and I'm probably having for a while to look up, you know, definitions and, and real meanings. But tonight, because tonight we're talking about grow and multiply. Because <laughs> that's what God is going to do for us. But he was like, hey, I want you to look up the words. And again, you're going to have to excuse me because this, this floored me. I'm just trusting God because I've never heard a message like augmented reality before. And we talked about the definition from the Merriam-Webster dictionary and all of this type of stuff. When you go back and listen to the messages again, for it to come to this particular point, I, again, I'm still, I'm in the midst. I know I got to release it tonight, but I'm like, I'm just like in awe and humbled and so honoring him tonight and giving him glory. Because the word grow, I'm going to read it one more time. You don't have to see it. But the word of God grew and multiplied. Now, the word grow, he was like, hey, I want you to look it up in the Greek. The word grow, I'm going to spell it for you. It's A-U-X-A-N-O. A-U-X-A-N-O, Oxano. And so I looked it up in the Strong's Greek Concordance. This is the first definition, and again, I did not know this, that we were ending here when we began. This is the very first definition when you look up this word in the Strong's Concordance. It means this, to cause to grow, this literally says this in the Strong's Concordance, to cause to go, to grow, comma, to augment. It, is, it means to cause to grow, to augment. It says it in the first definition of the Strong's Concordance in the Greek. It says, hey, and the word of God grew. The word of God caused to grow, and then the word of God caused to augment. Can someone just shout unto God right now? I know it's still kind of hitting you. And because I know I'm still kind of floored with it by the fact that the Lord says, hey, augmented reality, augmented reality. And we've walked through this slow and I didn't I didn't go ahead. And the Lord says to today, you know, I'd already knew that we were talking about this last verse. But then today earlier, he was like, hey, I want you to look up the definition. And so when I look it up, I was like, oh, my. It's one of those things where I didn't know whether to cry, to shout, whatever. I was just and I still am. I still am. And so to cause to grow, to augment, you can Google it and check for yourself. <laughs> but that's what it says, to augment. And then, again, I have to just share with you, to augment, it means to make greater. <sighs> More numerous. Larger or more intense. I have to say that again, to make greater, when it says to augment, it means now to make greater, more numerous, larger, or more intense. <laughs> but the word of God, look at the results, but the word of God caused to grow, the word of God caused to augment, the word of God caused to make greater, the word of God caused to make more numerous, the word of God caused to become larger, the word of God caused for us 
for you, for me to become more intense. Somebody just shout augmented reality. Oh, shout it again. Say augmented reality is real for us. This is not a light thing. This is not a light thing. So, but the word of God, I'm not going to be long tonight, but the word of God grew and multiplied. So now we look at multiplication there a few different times, but in particular, we see here, you don't have to turn there, but I'm just going to read it in Acts chapter six, verse seven. Okay, now let's go ahead and look at it. Sorry. <laughs> Acts chapter six, verse seven. I'll provide context as you get there. So this is when, you know, they were choosing men um, to be able to, you know, some, some of the disciples, some of the apostles or the dis apostles, some of the 11, the 12, they were like, hey, you know what? We've been waiting ta tables, but uh, man, we got some more work that we need to do. So they began to choose men to be able to serve and then choose men to be able to go forth and to share this gospel. So we see here in chapter, Acts chapter six, verse seven. And it says this, then the word of God spread and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. And the great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. So we have a multiplication of the disciples. Right. So now here we go. Let's look at this in Acts chapter nine, verse 13. Verse 31, I'm going to give you a moment to turn there, and I'm providing some context as well. So this is, of course, Saul having his encounter with the Lord Jesus himself, and then being blinded and coming across and meeting Ananias, and then Ananias baptizing him. And then, uh, you know, some other things were taking place as well. And then it says this, Acts chapter 9, verse 31, Then the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord. We talked about that last fall and walking in the fear of the Lord, in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. They were multiplied. So now here we go. That word multiplied. I'm going to spell it for you and I'm going to do my best to pronounce it. It is spelled P. L-E-T-H-Y-N-O. P-L-E-T-H-Y-N-O. Plethino. Or Plethano, I believe that was pronounced that way. Plethano. Hear what this means. It means to increase. Somebody say increase. <laughs> It means to abound. Come on, everybody say abound. And of course, it means to multiply. It means to increase, to abound, to multiply. So now let me read verse 24 in Acts chapter 12 and the Sir Walter Scott III super amplified version. <laughs> I'm going to amplify it. In other words, put all this together. But the word of God caused to grow, caused to augment. The word of God caused to make greater, caused to make more numerous, 
cause to become larger, cause for you and I to become more intense. The word of God also calls for us to increase. The word of God calls for us to abound. The word of God calls for us to multiply. Again, that word multiply means to increase, to abound, to multiply. And I believe the Lord showed this to me. Increase starts with what letter? I. Abound starts with A. Multiply starts with M. And then I saw the phrase, I am. I was like, oh my God. And the Lord says, Surely blessing, I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply you. He's causing you. This is what he said. Because I was like, Lord, what are you saying? While I was being overwhelmed, I was like, Lord, what are you saying to us? And I have to repeat it again. And this is what he spoke to me. He said, for I am indeed making you. And when I say you, he's talking about us, not just me only, but us. For those that are hearing and listening, for I am indeed making you greater He's talking for us as a ministry, for I am indeed making you greater, more numerous, larger, and more intense. I am increasing, abounding, and multiplying you. I'm going to say the word of the Lord again. This came to me prophetically now that I want to say to you, for I am indeed making you greater more numerous, larger, and more intense. I am increasing, abounding, and multiplying you. Now, little do you know, I've, I've shared this with our, our core leadership. I've shared this with our leadership. Now I'm sharing this with you publicly now. So that way now we'll begin, and you'll hear me say this more often, and it's, it's kind of like a little tongue twister, but now I didn't understand it because this is something that the Lord spoke to my heart in August. And so my wife and I, we were just praying it out and declaring it in August. We were tucking it away. And then I was like, okay, Lord. And he just guided me on how to release this. I didn't know all of this stuff was together, but he did. So the declaration that we were praying out, my wife and I, we were praying out in August. And of course, I share with our overseers and our pastoral team and now, you know, our elders and our leaders. And now I'm sharing it with you and you're going to hear me share it again. But this is for us as a ministry. We are a multi-ethnic, multi-generational, multi-site, miraculous ministry that is multiplying and manifesting the manifold wisdom of God. God leading us into all this. He is so serious about announcing the thing that he is getting ready to do. I'm going to say the declarations again for us that we are. And this is something that we're just going to just continue just declare, you know, as we man as God manifests this, you know, about us. But that we are multi-ethnic, that's how the ministry 
started. And I know that's one of the serious strong calls of God upon my life as far as for the different cultures and coming together and reconciliation and all that. You're aware of that. We are multi-ethnic, multi-generational, which we are. <laughs> we are literally multi-generational, multi-site, meaning that we're going to be all over the place. If the word of God spreads, abounding is going to spread. This grace of abounding, this abounding grace is going to spread. All right. Miraculous, meaning that we will continue to, from generation to generation, honor as we follow him and believe miracle signs and wonders. That's a part of the church. That's in the DNA of the church. Do not think otherwise. When some people say that this was just for acts. No, we are still New Testament believers. Amen. That is multiplying. That was in there, but now I see and now I know tonight and we know tonight it's like, Lord, that we are multiplying the manifold wisdom of God. So now let me say it one more time. We are somebody repeat it after me. Say we are a multi-ethnic, multi-generational, multi-site, miraculous ministry that is multiplying and manifesting the manifold wisdom of God. I'm doing my best to hold it together. <laughs> but I want to read the word of the Lord again. Because the more I read it, the more it gets in us. This is what the Lord is saying to us that he spoke to me tonight earlier. When I started looking at the definition, remember to cause to... Now, let me read the word of the Lord. For I am, remember, I am increasing, abounding, multiplying. For I am indeed making you greater. Okay, someone just, just go ahead and just lift your hands or just receive right now. Just close your eyes as this word is being released. Yeah, because this, this is penetrating the spirit. The mind will catch up later. <laughs> but this is a spiritual impartation, a word of the, the word of the Lord based upon his word. But this is the revelation. This is something that God is saying, hey, I'm bringing you into. As a matter of fact, Pastor Gabriel and I, we just touched base. I know I eventually wanted to talk to him about it because, you know, he has that IT mind. And before I, before I read this word of the Lord again, I think it's coming to me to present right now because as we've been talking about augmented reality, Facebook, gigantic Facebook, made a public announcement that they are changing the branding of their name to the metaverse. So I, I watched the speech of Mark Zuckerberg, who is the founder, uh, I guess technically one of the founders, <laughs> but now he is the leader you know, of Facebook. But what he is actually endeavoring to do is to create something called, well, actually they're changing it to meta. That's the name. But now it's this concept called a metaverse where you have this virtual reality for people to create other identities online to be able to engage with one another. So you have this announcement going on in the natural realm in the midst. Oh, my God, I see it in the midst of God talking to us about augmented reality. So what I'm seeing right now, this is coming to me right now as Zuckerberg is making this pre uh, presentation, mantling himself, sitting on his throne of Facebook world. 
you have some people that might not be saying it literally, but in essence, he's creating a, a whole new world, which he becomes, if we can say it this way, God over or Lord over. The voice of a God as he's talking about a different kind of reality and God is saying to us, oh, no, 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 no. There will be no clash of kingdoms. For I am indeed making you, my people, greater, more numerous, larger and more intense. I am increasing, abounding and multiplying you now. Let's say, I'm going to say it again because I know I just kind of jumped right into it. But now let's receive and hear this word one more time. Close your eyes and receive it. For I am indeed making you greater, more numerous, larger, and more intense. You got to see it. That's why I said close your eyes. I am increasing, abounding, and multiplying you. This word bypasses all present conditions that seem contrary because there is manifestation. The Lord says, remember how he talks about how I will announce things. I will announce things to you before I do them. I'm just letting you know what I'm getting ready to do. This whole time, God has been unveiling some things, some stuff that I'd never heard of, never thought about. This is clearly not my mind. This is his. I've read Acts the whole book plenty of times over and I never saw the scripture like this, the way that we have this past 12. And so for God to say, hey, now I want you to look at these definitions so that way you can see what I am getting ready to manifest. I am getting ready to manifest through my word, growth and multiplication. I've been very sensitive to not follow the trends of churchdom. You, saw, you see how I said that? There's all types of things that, you know, I've heard from other people. It's like, well, hey, man, you know, you just need to follow this and just follow that. I get it. It seems reasonable. But I can't get off of this. <laughs> and how God calls the church and disciples to multiply. It's in here, it's in the acts. That's who we really are. It's not about the smoke and the lights and the glam and all the type of props and it's, thank God for all the tools and the technology and, and all of that. that, that is useful, but that is, not the, that is not the framework of who we are as his church. And so it's almost like stay so locked in. It's not almost. It is that we have to stay so locked into his presence. And I almost want to say to brace ourselves, but not brace ourselves. It's more so to position ourselves for what God and to posture, to posture our hearts and to position ourselves for what God is getting ready to bring us into, for what God is getting ready to bring to us. For the growth and the multiplication for a church that will honor presence. Haven't you noticed for those that have been with us in person, and I've even heard this even online, 
that even our Sundays, there's been more intensity. Minister Marlena, even in her worship and even in her praise, there's just been a, a, a greater intensity. It's not anything that's conjured up, but it's a greater intensity. It's a, it's a flow of the spirit. There's been a greater intensity of the word. God is growing us and multiplying us. I'm going to finish with this word one more time. He's growing us and multiplying us, for I am indeed making you greater. Now, someone say now, say, Lord, thank you for making us greater. Thank you for making us more numerous. Thank you for making us larger. Thank you for making us more intense. Thank you for increasing us. Thank you for abounding us. <laughs> thank you for multiplying us. In Jesus' name, we are, repeat out, continue to repeat after me, we are a multi-ethnic, multi-generational, multi-site, miraculous ministry that is multiplying and manifesting the manifold wisdom of God. Keep repeating after me. We will arise quickly. We will gird ourselves. We will tie on our sandals. We will put on our garments. We will follow you. And as a result, keep repeating after me. And as a result, chains will fall off. Iron gates will open on their own accord. People will be astonished. We will depart and go to another place. And the word of God will grow and multiply. Father, we bless you. We thank you so, so, so much, Lord, for your word, <laughs> for your I amness, for that which you've announced to us, which is already done in heaven. And to that, Lord, we say, to your yes, we say amen. <laughs> Somebody say amen to the word of the Lord. Amen. God, we bless you for it. We bless you for it. We will give you all the glory. <laughs> we give you all the glory. We worship you, our God. You are worthy to be praised. <laughs> Your voice, Lord, not a man. But your voice we will follow in Jesus' name. Now, can someone just begin to just lift up worship before the Lord? I believe, I know that he is due some worship and some honor and some praise right now for that which he shared with us tonight. Come on, you can begin to even worship him in the spirit. Yeah, there's, there's, there's still some things that God is just beginning to minister and to prime and condition us for. Because we will not think the same. We will not move the same. We will not operate the same. No, there has been something. And if you feel like, if you ever get tempted or if you ever find yourself drifting, I, I just kind of hear this right now. You could come back to this series. This is, if I can say it like this, this is like a hallmark. There is so much, so much uh, that was released. And so God, yeah, Lord, we continue to worship you. We continue to honor and to bless your name, Lord. 
There is nobody like you. You are beautiful. You are awesome. You are wonderful. You are mighty. You are matchless in all of your ways, God. And we acknowledge that you are, are cut above. You are set apart. <laughs> you are almighty. You are distinct. You are the I am that I am. And we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. <laughs> In Jesus' name. Amen.